Now, what you're gonna wanna do is you're gonna wanna head on over to patreon.com slash house of decline. That's H-A-U-S of decline. For as little as $3 a month, you get 30 comics a month. 10 cents per comic. Where else do you get that sort of deal? Nowhere. In your fantasy. In your imagination. Look, these comics are priced down so low, we're practically giving them away. For $5 a month, you get four extra podcasts each month. Each month. You know, um, of course, uh, a munch is, is when you do a, like a BDSM meetup. And that's where our podcasts are ideally listened to at a BDSM meetup. <laughs> Could wow. you imagine going to like a, a group sex BDSM meetup and like instead of putting on Mertzbau or like noise music or like a ministry or whatever, mm-hmm. they put on like The War Nerd or something like that. They put They're on like, our podcast, right? Yeah, they put on our podcast. They're whipping each other. And you know, pouring wax on each and other while the listening end, to like, us. They're like doing their their wrap up at the end, and one one of the guys is like, "So who who are we listening to?" I really like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's why I was wanna... having my balls stretched. Yeah, you know, I was like, really enjoyed their points about the, the economy. They'll be like, "Oh, that was um, House of Decline, a bonus episode, which you can get for five dollars a month on our Patreon." Which yeah, patreon.com slash slash house of decline h-a-u-s of decline welcome to the show yeah, uh, yeah we are competing with super bowl sunday because we are that confident in our project well we've competed with every super bowl for the past three super bowls right it's always on sunday they never have a super bowl on like a wacky day they never have a super bowl on a wednesday and we never record the podcast anytime other than sunday afternoon yeah. So, I mean, we've been confident our, our, of our ability to compete for the last three years. And, and uh, I think, you know, we're going to beat the spread. We're going to we're going to actually I think this podcast will have more listens than the Super Bowl will have viewers this year. I'm very confident about that because, you know, when you get right down to it, we're sort of like the Eagles and the Chiefs of podcasting. You know, we have that back and forth, you know, uh, I'm I'm you're like Kansas City. In that, you know, you're full of moxie and spirit. And I'm like Philadelphian in that I'm a rough little tough, rough little tough guy. And, you know, I'm always scrapping. I'm always saying, let me at him. Let me at him. <laughs> Which is how I imagine everyone in Philadelphia is. They're just, you know, throwing haymakers constantly. Huh. So who are the famous players on the teams this year? Uh, uh, well, for the Philadelphia Eagles, you have uh, Gerald uh, Hankey. Yeah, and oh, you know he's that. had so many he's had so many rushing yards. In fact, the, the, he's had so many rushing yards. They play rush every time he's on the field because they're just that confident he will be able to rush so consistently. So you know, Gerald Hankey's on the field. He's the, Tom Sawyer comes on. He gets like amped up, like veins start sprouting out of his forehead. He summons like the bloodlust of Cucullin, and you know uh, wow. he's bulging. Wow, you referenced the Irish epic, um, not in vain. I get, I get it. I dig it. Let's get yeah. uh, English major on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you study Cucullin in English? I think yep. you may be studying. Nope. Study that, that in English. Study that in an English class. Um, it, I, it's sad that Gaelic isn't like. I thought it would be a gayer language from the name. I thought you know Gaelic. Hey, well, this is my language. One pop star, Maddie Healy, has gotten in some hot water lately for making fun <laughs> of Scottish or Scots, one or the other. The Scots. So, let's just say all of the indigenous languages of the <coughs> islands off the coast of northern Europe are valid. Um, anything you want to say in them, I'm sure, can be said well without yeah. without any hint of... What's, uh, you know, being dumb? Uh, uh, without any hint of stupidity. There you go. What are you looking for? I'm really I, I can imagine Maddie Healy saw the Banshees of Inisher and, and he was just saying terrible slurs against the Irish. Is the that, that, that's a movie where it's those two sort of older guys sitting on chairs at the beach for two hours. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the grumpy old men, but in Ireland. Yeah. That's exactly what that movie is like. It's like Grace and Frankie, the wonderful Netflix television show about octogenarian women. But instead, it's it's two Irish guys talking. Mm-hmm. What, I don't like you. I, I don't like you anymore. 
Oh, I don't like you either. Why won't you like me? I don't like you. Yeah, that's that's what it's about. And Maddie Healy, he was just saying Mick all the way through. He was just, you know, they threw him out of the theater. Because he kept saying, kept calling him Mix the entire time. And But it turns out he was only talking about the latest mix of the latest 1975 album. You know, they were they threw him out on false pretenses. I listened to the 1975 recently. Mm-hmm. It was fine. It's weird that, like, people are just into... It's like Rick Astley, but serious. Hmm. It's like a Chris DeBerg song. It's like Lady in Red. Uh, the, the the return of all the sort of uh, a cheesy 80s music, but this time it's contextualized in our uh, in our dying world. You know, yeah, no I longer do we have... the difference is, like, the lyrics are really um, stupid and... Um... I Are think, they stupid? I yeah. I didn't pay attention to the 1975 lyrics. No, but I think like, the what's point big... of them is that they're incredibly stupid. <laughs> That's the whole... Yeah, I really like 1975. They're really fucking stupid. They're really... They're really... Uh, they really probed my brain with all this stupidity. Before, I was listening to lyrics that were like... That has substance. But it turns out you don't need any of that. You just need to be... It's weird how they're also, like, a, a British recreation of the band Fun. Like, to the point where Maddie Healy looks like a strange a Britland version of Nate Ruiz. Hmm. Uh, don't, know, don't know your references here. You remember Fun period? The band Fun? Nope. Tonight! We are young! Nope, don't uh, remember it. Sorry. I was... I think I was drunk. Maybe that's why I don't remember that. Otherwise, for are, sure, I would totally remember that, dude. Uh, all right. Sure. Totally. I'm looking up some 1975 lyrics. I got uh, I got uh, some pulled up um, from right. the song Somebody Else. Fuck that. Get money. I can't give you my soul. Because we're never alone. Uh, uh, sounds this sounds is, real. This is from... Oh, it was produced by the wonderful Jack Antonoff, also from Fun. which And he's a very popular producer. Who people dislike because he has sort of like a distinctive but uh irritating drum sound uh here here are some lyrics from i don't know which song this is from but it's from their latest album track one on being funny in a foreign language which is their latest album uh this will get bigger if you know what i mean and i'm sorry if you're living and you're 17 uh, already off to a weird start I've heard it's on vogue to be super thin, but your friends aren't thick, so they can't come in. See what he did? Thin and thick. Those are opposites. But Is he, he writing about a different the experience content. of being a 17-year-old girl? He knows about it. Cause, but it's then, <laughs> it's weird because he, he makes a boner reference in the first line, but then he says, I'm feeling apathetic after scrolling through hell. I think I've got a boner, but I can't really tell. Okay, well, and it's the fans great are that all of the vulnerable fans that he has have realized that he's a predatory asshole that's why you would go <laughs> that is why you would go on the adam friedland show to make it clear and now he will be you know the in a trial by jury his lawyer will be like now ladies and gentlemen of the jury do any of you here believe that a man who would go on the notorious adam friedland show would not be a great a asshole and then he'll be, you know, judged innocent for whatever horrendous sex crime he's accused of. Uh, the pre-chorus to this song is whimsical, political, liberal, with young people as collateral. You see, I can't sleep because the American dream has been buying up all my self-esteem, while QAnon created a legitimate scene, but it was just some bloke in the Philippines. This is like some we-didn't-start-the-fire mm. quality lyrical content. Yeah. QAnon, Philippines, self-esteem, American dream, we didn't start the fire. It's mm -hmm. 1975. I'm a secret Uh Instead of the 1975, they should have called it the 17 file. Because he's a oh. file for people that are 17. Hey, there you go. That's nice. There you go. We're off a, good that's start a really on this episode. Um, <laughs> incredibly great start. Incredibly strong start to our Super good. Bowl competing episode. Incredibly good. Um, let's move on to the uh, second most important event taking place today, besides the mm -hmm. Super Bowl, which is the Airborne Toxic event. 
The band, yes, the band, the Airborne Toxic event. No, it's actually happened. In East Palestine, Ohio, uh, there was a train derailment where it was carrying a bunch of vinyl chloride. Poly, polyvinyl chloride. It's polyvinyl poly. chloride. Yeah, don't make sure you get that it's poly. It's important. Yeah, right, yeah. If it was just the single vinyl chloride, it wouldn't it wouldn't make as much of a difference. No. No. Not, We're nothing if not about accurate reporting. Wouldn't here. cause the same degree of chaos. <laughs> if it were monovinyl chloride. <laughs> this would be totally kept out of the news. Well, it's already, it's not that much of a, if people on Twitter are to be believed, uh, this is not in the news, this event. But I don't know. I don't pay attention to the right. news. I'm not watching CNN. You know, well, I'm, I'm here to tell you that the airborne toxic event is fake news. Yes, this is the position you've staked out on the, the, the baffling position you've staked out on the it's not, East it's Palestine not, disaster. That was a uh, those clouds have been cleverly deep faked. <laughs> That's a deep fake. Ha, they do yeah, deep fakes yeah. IRL now. Okay, uh, listen, I'm from the government. Yeah, here to say that they do deep fakes IRL now, and what that that big large cloud heading directly towards you is in fact not there. Okay. <laughs> it's no, no, it's not. It, it's actually uh, because the sky is blue. We used to we have green screens, but we used to have blue screens and we're going back to that technology so we can color key out the sky and, you know, put in as many toxic clouds as we want. And we're, we're just doing it for fun. Yeah. You know, and um, haven't and for, you ever wanted to make clouds? It's so whimsical. We're, we're cloud. We're, we're the cloud makers. We're doing it for fun. And this is classified also for nanoparticle research. Uh, we're doing nanoparticles, so it's totally fine and also helping the military because mm -hmm. the um, Russia has nanoparticles and we need them too. So we got to develop the nanoparticles and the nanoparticles are going to clean up the cloud. Yeah, yeah. They're so much smaller than microparticles. The only thing it's like you wouldn't even believe that it. is even the cloud is, is deep fake material, which we've determined is non-toxic. Yeah, um, the deep fake material. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is the, as the, we know the, fake, and yeah, one hundred percent it's fake. Not toxic to breathe in. All that material no. that is the deep fake, non non toxic airborne. Y yeah, it's just made up of deep fake particles. It's just you deep couldn't... fake. So yeah, but we have the nanoparticles you know. to go clean that up, which is why it's classified. I I went to the doctor the other day mm -hmm. and I got an X ray and they found like a big tumor in my brain mm -hmm. but because i had studied because i was so experienced i could instantly tell that's a deep fake you know <laughs> that, like a very good one you know i'm glad they're deep faking x-rays now and doctors have a good reason to lie to you because um they are also from the government yeah and the doctors are all lying to you uh when they tell you that you have a tumor yeah you don't have a tumor you just have a you have a fun friend you know, uh, you have a fun head friend or a fun lung friend. You know, that's why. Why do we have to call them tumors? Why can't we call them lung friends or pancreas friends? You know, sometimes they are um, humanoid. Yeah. Yeah. They got little teeth in them. Yep. You know, it's, how can you hate your tumor if it has like, like little hair and teeth in that it? That has a special name. Do you remember what it's called? It's like uh, carcinoma or no, something. No, that's not that's not it. Uh, if anyone knows what it's called when your special friend has teeth and hair. Yeah, when your pancreas friend has teeth and hair. Email us at houseofdecline at gmail.com. Let us know what that uh, name is. If you correctly guess, I'll give you 1,000 house coins in our Discord chat. Uh, yeah. 1,000. This is like, uh, it's similar to also one of the other most famous deep fakes in history, Chernobyl, of course. You know, that was a deep fake by the Russian government because they wanted to get out of communism. They were like, <laughs> oh, no, communism. We're not Pizza Hut. How, what is quickest way to get out of this? What do I, Mikhail Gorbachev? What, I know we will Photoshop a disaster. We will Photoshop a meltdown. And, you know, that's how you get out of anything nowadays. You just have a meltdown. You know, if Chernobyl didn't happen, um, Pizza Hut delivery probably would have, like cars with little pizza ovens that are nuclear powered running around yeah. um it's really a yeah, shame we yeah we would have had a reactor in every in every uh, pizza hut delivery car that would be so you know? sick dude 
Yeah, why why don't we have nuclear cars? I think that would that'd be such a good piece of tech. You only need like one little piece. Of, you need like a little rock of uranium. You know, compare that to compare that to all the oil and coal. You know, and you, if you get a rear end collision, you'll see a little tiny mushroom cloud. It'll be adorable. <laughs> you <know? laughs> you'll get a little tiny friend that lives inside of your thyroid. Your yeah, thyroid yeah. friend. Exactly, exactly. And he's constantly telling you stuff like, oh, buck up, you'll, you'll get it later. You're constantly talking to your, your thyroid friend. Well, it's and interesting he, you bring up Chernobyl. Um, is this, a, is this a, a toxic, is this a Chernobyl level event in your mind? This, uh, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is like five Chernobyls. This is like... Five. Yeah, well, because we know Chernobyl was a deep fake. Okay. And they had very primitive deep fake technology. Yeah. In the 1980s. Yeah, it was pretty you know? primitive. Um, so they could only fake so much. Uh, but now we can fake a whole cloud. They couldn't fake a cloud in Chernobyl. They they were stuck faking graphite. Okay. You know, and it's very easy to fake graphite because it's just carbon, the most common substance on Earth. Okay. So. You know, now we're faking cloud. We're faking vinyl chloride. Do you know how hard it is to deep fake vinyl chloride? It's such a it's well, a more complicated molecule. Polyvinyl. Yeah, polyvinyl chloride. Yeah. Even 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 you know, it's even so worse. much easier. Yeah. It's so much easier to deep fake monovinyl chloride. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. But polyvinyl chloride, there's two. You got there's two in there. Two or more. <laughs> like, two or more. Yeah. Sometimes potentially three like even eight. Sometimes three. Wow. I've never seen yeah, one with eight. I've never, I gotta be honest, I've never seen one with eight. Yeah. Um, we're chemists, of course. We're, we're genius. Are we chem dealing with, we're, with, we're deep eight, with an eight style situation right now? <laughs> be honest. Uh, we get the government on the phone. We got an eight here. It's an, we got an eight situation, or as we like to call it, the eight sitch. That's when you got eight vinyl chlorides. And one, when you got it's like eight, eight polyvinyl chlorides. Yeah. yeah, it's it's the it's the octomom they call it, you know, <laughs> because she was actually uh, she was deep faked as well. Many well, people don't know. I that. saw an interview with Aaron Brockovich. Um, the news went to go like right away. They were like Aaron Brockovich, Aaron Brockovich. What do you have to they, say? She she's the she's the toxic lady. She knows uh, she knows about toxicity. That's right. So they were like they should have gotten system of a down. They were like what. <laughs> System of it down. What do you have to say about what should people stay in their homes in East Palestine? Hey, how do you control the world? It's harder. It's harder. A secret silence and sleep. <laughs> so Aaron Brockovich was like, um, if like everything around you is dying, definitely leave. Um, if it's just seems like there's a cloud, you can probably just stay in your basement. Trust your instincts," she said. That she's like, "Trust your instincts." Uh, that's that's pretty good. That, I mean, that didn't work in like Bhopal, where everyone's instincts was to run away from the encroaching cloud of pesticide. And but if they had just stayed in place and crouched, they would have had a much better chance of surviving. Because it turns out they were all running away from the cloud, but the wind was blowing the cloud in the direction they were all running in. Humans which, are uh, notoriously poor at dealing with toxic clouds um notoriously we always yeah. run the wrong way we can never determine the direction the cloud is going to go in that's why weathermen are so revered in our society yeah. that's why that's why they're the highest paid individuals in our society they're talking about the weather that isn't deep faked which are pretty rare they're pretty rare events uh but uh katrina was not deep faked that was not deep faked they they needed it to be real so they could do all those charter schools after. Wow. Okay. That's a, that's but, a reach. But all the charter schools, they were deep faked. The charter schools were deep faked. Mm. They weren't real. Because, you, you know, that's the point of charter schools. You save money. Save a lot of money privatizing it. You don't need to build the school. You just need to build the idea of a school. I think there's some of that nonsense going around recently. That, all that Charter business, school nonsense? All that charter school business. I cannot understand it. I do not understand is it, what a charter school is. So, uh, it's like, what, what if school wasn't run by the government? What if there were like a few rules for school, a few school rules, and then some guy could be like, I'm making a school. Oh, just so it's just like a McDonald's kind of deal. Like, uh, they're, they're just like private schools that receive government subsidies. And they, and, do uh, they pay rent or something? 
uh, they're supposedly better than public schools because private education has this reputation for being better than public schools, even though like the problem with charter schools is some are better, but a lot are worse because there is much less regulation and oversight on how they're run than uh, public schools. Schools should be a wizard that comes to your house. Yeah. What if you could just have a wizard zap everything into your brain instead of school? <laughs> well, the, that, I think that, we should be investing in our wizard technology. What, that is literally the conservative position, I think, is that school should be a wizard that comes to your house. That is what homeschooling basically is. Well, that's what they it think is. of when they think of homeschooling. Because they pay the house someone, wizards. Yeah. yeah, pay some house wizard to come. <laughs> Uh, well, all the wizards are going to be out of a job due to the the poorly received Harry Potter game. I know, I know, dude. It's yeah. it sucks. It sucks for them. It's a labor issue in my mind. Yeah, I got my wizarding license, you know, before all this turf stuff went down, and now because one lady, because one lady's running her goddamn mouth. You know what I think? This of? wizard license is more useless than my law degree. What do you think of um, the IRL Quidditch leagues? <laughs> the I'm sure many of them have have like we're now Quidditch, but we're anti-turf as well. Yeah, they, they have, have they taken out. Jake they have every every Quidditch league team website has a, a statement page about. They're like, we now play um, a independent form of the game, sometimes known as Quidditch, with no relation to the Harry Potter franchise. <laughs> <laughs> It is very fun. It is very fun. Each game begins with a denunciation of J.K. Rowling. Instead of a land acknowledgement, they begin with a, a denunciation of, of Mr. F hey, we you got to fill the time. You know, the time of life. Time of life. Yeah. Laugh. Life's the time you have to fill it with activities and different belief systems. So it's valid. 100% valid. She may be a bigot. But she came up with an amazing game, okay? You know, would you would you impugn Abner Doubleday, the inventor of baseball, for his for his incredible racism? Mm -hmm. You know, baseball is not a sport. It's not a sport where you're thinking about the racism. You know, you might be thinking about a, a Jackie Robinson or like Roberto Clemente in that context of how they broke their respective barriers. But you're not thinking about how you know Abner Doubleday was just constantly saying the N word. It was bad. You know, that's in the baseball. It you, Instead of three strikes, it used to be three N-words. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> and before, they had to denounce Abner Doubleday <laughs> before. I don't before know. Every game. <laughs> before every game. Before every game. Look, it used to be, we used to have strikes. We used to call them N-words. We don't do it anymore. We denounce, just as we are denouncing J.K. Rowling's horrible, bigoted, Nature before each each professional competitive Quidditch game. Yeah, I, I guess there is no professional Quidditch. No, there There's is. No it is. There is. I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's so embarrassing. Can you imagine getting so good at fucking Quidditch that you joined the professional Quidditch league? You can outcompete your peers in Quidditch. Uh, so it's <laughs> yeah. They have they have professional Quidditch. In, <laughs> Yeah, so they do. Sorry, that's that's so funny. It's in How England. many people? Sh it's in England. Okay, great. Of course, of course. I um, think it's maybe it's maybe it's um. Wait, maybe this is actually from the book though. Okay, you did, you, did, you just looked up professional Quidditch. And <laughs> yeah, I think it's just is, showing the the, the professional the Quidditch scene, the, the fake ones, the fake ass ones from the fucking transphobic book. Which I shall not name. Uh, yeah, I which I shall not name. Um, like, like, like he who shall not be named in the book that shall not be named. I hate when I hate when people point that out. Like they think it's clever. Like you're what? doing like a pronoun joke. It's like, come on, man. Come on, man. Get come with on. the times. We're talking about adverbs now. Um, we are. We oh, do you want to talk about adverbs? We were talking about we were talking about parts of because Roseanne came out recently with her new special and she said my pronouns are kiss my ass and yeah. everyone <laughs> sweet oh. yeah whoa yeah I can't, I've been missing that kind of comedy yeah it, 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 it's it, it's like you're not even allowed to say pronoun jokes anymore 
Everyone's talking, taking, I don't know why I'm, I'm adopting the Texas guy accent. I shouldn't adopt Texas guy accent. I don't think Texans are largely representative of that ignorance. Maybe I should be more Appalachian. That's a, that's a more openly derided well, you do Texas, group of Americans. It's, it's, it's one of the one times when I can, you know, I can be like, well, I'm from Texas. And so I can like then really do the parody and I can't get canceled for being uh, mean to any group because I'm a member of such group. So I say stick yeah, with yeah. Texas guy. Yeah. You know. That's why I'm trying to become part of as many groups as possible. Yeah. Um, so that I can, for the jokes, you know. Any group where you can, like, volunteer and become a member and there, there's no, like... Right. You that's, know, why, that's why you decided to become gay. That's, yeah. That's exclusively for the jokes, you know. I wanted to make ass-fucking jokes. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make jokes about twinks. And when you're a straight man making jokes about twinks, it just doesn't ring as true. You know, you you don't have twink experience. What is your twink knowledge? Why do what you is, have any? Okay, people have been saying twink death online. Oh, twink death. What is that? Twink death is when uh, somebody who is a twink ages out of their lithe, hairless body and into a, a more adult and uh, dumpier form. Which is, I, I prefer dumpy, frankly. I'm, oh. I'm into dumpy. <laughs> you know? So what would that be, twink dump? Uh, twink dumpify, twink, twink, twink dumpify. No, it is, but you know, like how many fifty-year-old twinks do you see? Are there fifty? There must be fifty-year-old twinks. There must be people who are still keeping it toy. Do you want to? You want to go to Cape Cod with 50s? me in the summer and find out? You want to go to P Town mm -hmm. and find the fifty-year-old twinks going out there? Mm -hmm. Raja, Raja from uh, RuPaul's Drag Race is like a fifty-year-old twink. And they, they exist. Um, well, the richest Hollywood ones go to P-Town in the summer. Mm -hmm. I'm talking the guy from the White Lotus. I'm talking... M the, Mike White? No. <laughs> oh, the guy, the fictional character the, from the no, White Lotus season? the actor who plays the guy in the White Lotus, the gay guy. He lives, on Cape, he lives in Cape Cod. We could go to his okay. house. I looked up where All it right. is. We could break in. We could live All there. right, yeah. We're like, hey, we're your manservants. We broke in. Use us however you want. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're here to be your guy manservants, you know. Here's my bum. Look at me bum. Uh, yeah, just presenting to him like a, like a can-can girl. Is that allowed? That's not allowed, right? Breaking and entering. You can't break in, enter, and demand someone mess up your bum. <laughs> you, can't, you can't go into, oh, the man, you fuck me in the ass, right? <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> That'd be a funny way to break into somebody's house. I be, guess so. You you get a charge of breaking and entering. What would you get an additional charge for what you said? <laughs> yeah, you probably get like a not a sexual battery charge, but I, in Sweden you could probably cop a sexual assault charge off of that. For, for in Sweden, when you say the words, we take it as as bad as if you do the act. Okay. Yeah, because it is in Sweden. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have a very broad definition of sexual assault because, frankly, you know. Yeah, I'm doing my German voice. I'm not even doing. I think, doing I, think I was accent. doing German voice too, but it's fine. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same. It's the same, and it's easier. So, uh, I do the Swedish talk. No, the Swedish talk. You can get the voice because now I'm doing the Metalocalypse guys. Yes, the guys from yes. Metalocalypse. Um, how you do. From the if you take the accents that they actually have in the show Vikings or whatever, it's really they're really annoying. I don't know if that's yeah. the, really their accent, but. Or do you do this Ellen Skarsgård voice? Oh, this is bad in Chernobyl. I am Boris Cherbina. Oh, what is the bullet? You have the bullet. It's funny because um, everyone is supposedly Russian in that voice in that show, but everyone has different accents, <laughs> which, is, which is very confusing. But you shouldn't think about it too much. Yeah. It's like what? Here's a British guy and here's a Swedish guy, but they're both Russian. Don't think about it. <laughs> Don't. What's even funnier is like when they try and get around that by having the characters speak in English but do the accent, like in the movie K nineteen, The Widowmaker, mm -hmm. with uh, Harrison Ford. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's good stuff, it, though. That's good stuff. That's the good yeah. acting. I, well, I, I, that movie's all right, but it's funny when we are talking in English. We're supposed to be talking in Russian, so to signify that we are talking in English with Russian accent, <laughs> this compromise, great compromise. I like how Harrison Ford did it too. Yeah, I know that wasn't his idea, but he's a pro. 
Yeah, he'll go like along one with of the whatever. last examples of a of a real pro, you know, because mm-hmm. he doesn't he, he's he, he just doesn't give a fuck about the what the plot is. So but he'll just do what you tell him, you know, mm-hmm. he's just a pro. He's the opposite of that Rage Against the Machine song. He's, he's like, fuck you, I will yeah, do what yeah, you tell that's me. That's his attitude. Fuck mm-hmm. you, I will do exactly as you direct me to. Yeah. I will do the accent and I will make a million dollars on K-19, The Widowmaker. Which I uh, saw in theaters. Some of those that burn crosses have big box office grosses. Um, I, miss, oh, I gotta say, I miss going to the movie theater and um, it sucks that the one near me closed because of the pandemic. And they want to turn it into to self storage. <laughs> That's the saddest thing you could but turn a movie town, theater into. So the town. This is some local news that they want to turn the movie theater that closed in the pandemic into self storage. But the town said no, and so instead they're just letting it sit empty. You'd think Ann Arbor <laughs> would be the type of community that would be able to pool public money in order to have like a historically money losing movie theater propped up by the. Oh, there's the several local. of those. Oh, there's, they already have the unprofitable movie theaters. <laughs> so, yeah, there's like State Street Theater or something. It's like, like a historical movie theater that the town props up or whatever. And it's propped up by tourism. They have a nice neon sign. It gets photographed a lot. Um, I've never, I would never go there. It's like right in the center of campus, basically. Ew, like children. Right. So there's like always college kids. I'm not trying to be around no college kids. I'm 33 for Pete's sake. For good, for goodness sake. You could be one of those 30-year-olds that hangs out with college kids and buys some beer. No, I felt Those uncom- guys are cool. I felt uncomfortable at the bike store with all those young, lithe bodies. <laughs> yeah, all these twinks that have not died yet. <laughs> you, you don't have to be gay to be a twink. Anyone, anyone under 22 is a twink to me. You know, They're, they're all twinks. No. I, I see a baby these, in a stroller these, and I say, that's a twink. Have you seen you these know? football, like the offensive linemen who are they're playing twinks. college football? They're, these are twinks oh, to me. Okay. These, they're just big, they're just big twinks, you know? Just big twinks, right. Okay. Big twinks, yeah. Used to call them twinks, but... Does uh, it indicate is, that they're a little heavier due to the yeah. fact that they're offensive linemen and playing for Nebraska? So they've, they've eaten like... 17 fields of corn in their entire life or something some mm-hmm. sort of astronomical figure yeah do you ever are do you ever eat like a half chicken you're just hungry enough to eat a half chicken one time and then you start thinking about how many chickens you've eaten over the course of your life <laughs> yeah, and it's a you, it's not a it's not a good thought yeah well because you then you think about being like the chicken destroyer you know to them <laughs> i am their satan <laughs> You know, I am there. I I am the gnashing teeth, which comes in their nightmares at night. It's a little bit too much like we're one of those big, dumb, giant monsters from the anime. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're like to them. We're we're like some sort of uh, I, I don't know what's yeah, a big the chickens dumb, live We're in like this, the like, nine-tailed horrible, fox. The chickens live in this horrible, like not well-defended coop, and mm-hmm. these big dumb giants with their gnashing teeth come and chop them up. It'd be funny if they they had the the chicken the chicken gear the chicken three uh, D movement gear so they could fly around and slice our necks and you know destroy I mean that's what Chicken Run is about basically they don't murder them they don't murder the humans in Chicken Run but they should have because they they will stop at nothing frankly they will they'll come back for the chicken is that the claymation movie it is the claymation the one with a uh, uh, pre cancellation Mel Gibson that was uh, really a really I think that came out in the nineties. 2000, 2000? Uh, early 2000. Okay, that was a really disorienting summer when that came out for me because I was at a I was at a summer day camp, and this was like my second year, and this had never happened before. They just decided to make us all the whole summer camp get on buses. And it's like they rented out a whole theater, and the entire summer camp went to go see that movie, see Chicken Chicken Run, of course. And yeah. I was I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> you weren't uh, prepared for chicken run you didn't particularly want to see chicken run it wasn't on your to-do list it wasn't on the menu of items that were presented to me on a normal day of any conceivable possibility of in the realm of anything ever happening that we would get on the bus at during summer camp and go to a movie theater and see chicken run so um it was wildly disorienting 
I thought I was. I thought initially, like they didn't communicate we were going to the theater, so we were, as far as I knew, just being put on buses, like like. And oh, like, you thought you were being taken to like Auschwitz? We or were being taken like somewhere bad, you know. Like we're there, like yeah. the, the, the adults have had it, the parents have had it. This batch of kids is no good. We're taking them for extermination. Do so, you remember that Simpsons episode where the teachers start eating the children? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the that Halloween a Hollywood episode? of uh, our House of Horror? Yeah, it's a Treehouse of Horror episode, uh, and they they put them in the machine which goes up to Gooify, yeah. the blender, the big blender that goes up to Gooify. Um, but that that short actually that gave me fucking nightmares as a kid. I, I, it was very tangible and real. Uh, the Simpsons the, the gave idea you that my teachers would eat me. That that particular episode mm. about my teachers eating me, because um, that's. That's it. Do school do feel like that sometimes? School school be feeling like that sometimes. Yeah, I had bad anxiety from a teacher who yelled at us too much in second grade. That was annoying. Yeah, it's funny when you're like yelling. I mean, I get because like having to wrangle children is a terrible job, one that I would never want to do. But uh, it's like when you lose your temperate kids. <laughs> like, how do you feel good? Because we we drove many of our teachers to shout and to be angry at us. And uh, but like, how do you feel good at yourself after that, where you're just shouting at a bunch of tiny little people that don't know anything and are especially stupid? I think I think most teachers drink. I think they drink away mm. their pain. And sometimes they drink at work. I think most teachers drink at work. And, uh, then, and then I think most teachers also um, probably drink and drive. That's, yeah, most. <laughs> yeah, most. That's what teachers unions are for, to pay and all then, those And then the cops, the cops, to deal with the stress of dealing with all of this, the cops are also constantly drinking and driving and drinking at work. And drinking at home and drinking when they're doing their hobby, which is 40 for 40% of them doing domestic violence. That's that's their hobby. You yes. know, that's, they go on the domestic violence subreddit and talk about various various ways to do domestic violence. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. They share Snapchats. Is there a domestic violence subreddit? Oh, my God. I, I think I'm, there probably is, but it's probably not. It's probably how we just for the, it. the victims of domestic violence, I imagine. Yeah. Um. Uh, that that gives a whole new. There there is no okay. It's the domestic violence. Here is the domestic violence subreddit. Uh, are you sure you want to view this community? Like, uh, all right, this is probably not going to yield any laughs. I <laughs> I doubt this will yield any laughs. Uh, but uh, let's sort by most controversial. Oh. Does it have that ability? Yeah, it does. Um, new, hot, top. I don't think for this one it has okay. a sort by most controversial, there is. which is yes, probably no, there good. is. I have the most controversial one of the past three months. It, it was posted by a user named Chief Keef Catch. Okay. And the um, post is, are attractive women less likely to be abused? Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So that was that's, the most controversial post on uh, Reddit. As it should be. Domestic violence. And that's all that we have time for on this. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we're not going <laughs> to talk about that. We're, we're also stealing the bit of uh, there. There is a podcast called Most Controversial Friends with them on uh, Friends with them on Twitter. Well, that's not a good episode to do. <laughs> no, don't do the domestic violence. Most controversial. That will be. It, you'll not have a good time. You'll not be laughing. You'll not be dancing around and having a wonderful, wonderful time. Uh, but, but what if you went on another subreddit of another difficult topic, like the incests? Okay. Subreddit. Yeah, you're Don't having go some on the incest really, subreddit. You're having some really good ideas about the podcast. I mean, these are some great ideas. It'll generate some real comedy. What if we go on all the okay, horrible? So our incest is quarantined. Okay, so is it the pro incest subreddit or like well, the anti incest subreddit? It's just quarantined. Okay. okay. Do you get a lot of like pro incest oh, no. trolls coming into oh, the no. incest subreddit? It's not good. It's not. It's good. A, oh no, no. we're not going to be not on gonna here. Look at, we're, we're not, not going to be, be on here. here because you're just looking at one of the posts and it's no, absolutely they're harrowing. All of them. They're awful. all. They are all. It's all just. It's just literotica. Okay basically oh it's it's so it is a it is a pro incest it is pro 
Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. it's not it's not a survivors of incest subreddit. This is the this is the incest fetish. That's why it is in subreddit. fact quarantined. It's in a quarantine zone, and you're not. It's contained. Good. I'm glad it's contained. So that's that's mm-hmm. interesting. That's how Reddit deals with um, uh, topics that are not for the main. Not for I don't know what do you, what do you even call that? The normies. The, <laughs> the normies well, aren't. A, I think even if you even go a couple of circles outside of normies, it's still taboo. This is interesting to me because, like, uh, I mean, I guess like incest fantasy subreddit is not as toxic as like the jailbait subreddit because at least this one is like purely fantasy, whereas the other one they mm-hmm. were like taking pictures of. I it's don't not know purely fantasy. It, who knows, dude. They're writing okay. as if it's not. I'm choosing to say it is just to assuage my own urge to vomit right now. Okay. This is subreddit for everything. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they, they got rid of like, uh, remember when Ellen Powell took mm-hmm. over as, as CEO and all she did was get rid of like the most toxic possible subreddits. And everyone was mad. We don't have our fat people hate anymore. How am I supposed to hate fat people now? Where's my community of hating fat people? Like, I don't know Ellen Powell, but or what she did or if she's a good person or whatever or not. But it seems like she just did some pretty minor stuff of like cleaning up a website that was about to launch into the stratosphere. And she got a lot of uh, predictable but unnecessary hate for it. I was there. I was there on Reddit that day. I was there when they they falsely uh, identified the Boston bombers. I was I was there. Yeah, I've been on Reddit for a long time too. It's what I used before Twitter. Be- and then I got onto Twitter because I realized half of the Reddit posts I was reading are tweets. And I was like, ah, oh, I guess this re- Reddit isn't really where the sausage is made. The sausage is made on on places like Twitter or, or even Tumblr. You know. The stuff that you react to, the original pieces of the original morsels of content are found on there and then they get distributed throughout the, the mainstream of which is, you know, that that's what Reddit is, really. Mm hmm. Mainstream of That's cool. Well, that's pretty I, cool. I think that's why when you try and define, you know, the adjective Reddit or what I think of when I think of when people use the adjective Reddit to describe something, it is not just like a sort of like nerdy thoughtless enthusiasm but a nerdy thoughtless enthusiasm for the most popular things on earth like for for marvel movies and for like uh you know uh, bill murray and you know like well bill bill murray's bad now no he wasn't bad but he was like a reddit he he is like a a reddit celebrity for a while that is that should be known more yeah notoriously people uh, trying to cancel bill murray for being a big dick but he's been like that for years. I don't know why people are doing it. But you, you remember how there's this big uh, Reddit chooses certain celebrities to obsess over and, you know, meme into the ground. Now, like, Brendan Fraser is experiencing his, his uh, Reddit overpraise situation. Yeah, that stuff happened before, I guess. Remember the Chuck yeah. Norris shit? Yeah, that's a very early example of uh, the arbitrary celebrity worship. That was before Reddit. Yeah, that was like that was still dig. I was on dig, and I loved. Yeah, I loved dig. <laughs> good old dig. Good old dig dot com. I could I find bet- li- internet links. Dig still exists. Oh yeah. Uh, let's let's go on to dig dot com. What are what are the the big links on dig dot com? Wow, it's really funny how it's just it looks like every like clickbait news aggregator site that uses an AI to compile articles instead of actual people. I love AI, dude. Let me just say right now, uh, we are a pro AI podcast. Now we are highly into uh, AI. We are generating uh, a lot of what you hear or the content that you hear through two AI. Uh, mm-hmm. Neither Alex nor I ever reveal our true identities. Yeah, yeah. We we programmed an AI to be stupid. We programmed an AI to do dumb chatter in different wacky voices. See, that's how I know, like, that's how I'm preventing AI from imitating me, by constantly modulating my voice. I'm doing, 
moving in and out of various wacky voices consistently, I will confound the AI. It will not be able to represent me because this is me. But also, this is me. I'm a little guy. You can't, you can't make fun of me, AI. I'm a little Victorian child, isn't it? Isn't it, you know what I mean? But sometimes I am, um, talk like this. Try and imitate me now. You can't keep up. You can't keep up with these voices, AI. I'm doing crazy things over here. You, Nothing. You, you sound like an episode of Peppa Pig, just FYI. <laughs> we'll do an entire episode of Peppa Pig right now. Did you ever have you ever watched Peppa Pig? Pig? No, you, you have a child, so I uh, am is she fond Peppa of Peppa Pig. Pig? And Peppa Pig's the first time I've ever so far. I'm sure this is gonna happen. Peppa Pig's the first time I've been like, man, I could really just put put this on and sit on the chair for six hours and watch all of Peppa Pig. This is so good. I love Peppa Pig. What what's so good about Peppa Pig? The voices are very well done. They're always oink farting. They're always doing little farty oinks. And cute. It's it's very cute and fun and my kid will watch it while we give her medicine. So Oh yeah. Yeah. Peppa's that. a bit sassy, right? That's that's her character. She's a she's a bit of a she's a bit of a troublemaker. I mean, I think she likes trouble. to like jump in puddles. That's all. That's the character development that I have. Um, okay. Uh, so far, ascertained. She likes to jump in puddles. That, that's a very common thing when you when you have a baby and you're watching baby media, where parents will genuinely get into the baby media. Like, uh, do you know that cartoon Bluey? Apparently, Bluey is very popular <laughs> with adults no, for some wow. reason. Can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we're getting yeah, a yeah, good yeah. recommendation here. Yeah, getting really into Bluey now. Um, some some stuff is like I remember like my dad eagerly watching. I had the Sesame Street videotape, which was uh, a compilation of all like the Sesame Street rock and roll parodies they had over the course of the years. So they had like uh, uh, they had a parody of Hip to Be Square, which was It's Hip to Be a Square. And it was a square talking about why he's happy he's a square. It's pretty good. <laughs> I think I can watch that now and be entertained by it. Uh, or um, it had like this, uh, it had a uh, a parody of Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones, but it was Cooperation instead of Satisfaction. And what's funny is like, for, for some reason, the Mick Jagger Muppet doesn't look like Mick Jagger, but the Charlie Watts Muppet really looks like Charlie Watts. I don't know. I don't know why they went ham on the Charlie Watts Muppet, but uh, yeah, I, I have a lot of distinct memories uh, of that particular videotape. Um, you ever revisit some of your children's media that that you remember? Mm, I think I tried to watch Boy Meets World. <laughs> oh, you really liked Boy Meets World when you were a kid. <clears throat> I mean, I wouldn't say I really liked, but it was constantly on. You don't remember? You don't have, remember that? Corey, it's I'm on, going to teach you life lessons, Corey. It's like constantly on every single channel. Fucking Boy Meets World. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I could not identify with Boy Meets World because the idea of like my teacher being my neighbor and offering me life lessons was like a fucking nightmare to me. Like, my um, impression of teachers was from the Simpsons episode. I thought they were going to eat me. I thought they were going to push me into a big blender that said gooify. And now you have Mr. Feeney. Well, I'm, I'm a little gay, Corey, you know? We, yeah, we never explained were, what gay was. My teachers were monks that screamed at me. So, that's the same. I, I thought yeah. the same. I thought they weren't, I thought they were going to, like, oh, no, they're going to molest me. Thankfully, yeah. it didn't happen to me. It happened to somebody else, probably. Who cares about You ever those feel guys? bad about that? Like, you, like... You know when you're running from a monster and you throw another person in the monster's direction so that you were running away from no. a priest and you threw yeah, another feel bad. None, none of us were there by choice. Yeah. You do what you got to do to stay out of their grasping fingers. You know, they're trying to get their fingers up your shorts. Of course, uh, yeah, of course you, try, you kick someone down and push them in the way. What are you talking you're, about? <laughs> you're planting ideas in your head. You know, hey, Father Father Johansson, you know who's really nubile? That Bobby there. You know, me, I'm nothing. You know, I've got nothing on me. You know, I'm 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 chubby, you know, I'm weak, you know, I'm unattractive, but Bobby over there, you know, hyping up the other children to get molested by the priest. This has been molestation joke corner. Uh, well, come that's back how with it, a, that's how it's that's what it's like, so Sorry. That is, that is exactly. <laughs> yeah. I can I can tell you because I experienced it. 
I went to Catholic school. That's right. You heard it here first. I went to Catholic school. So I mm -hmm. can make molestation jokes. And I can also make Texas accent jokes. So that's my, my fucking reality, man, that I'm living. Those are the groups that you're a part of yeah. that you can You get to that do you can make Jewish jokes. and Catholic jokes, which is fun. Yeah. You're kind of like Jesus, half Jewish, half Catholic. That's what Jesus was. Well, yeah. Mary was Jewish and God is Catholic, so yeah. it's easy. So, yeah. just but like... it was difficult because of like the matrilineal heritage thing. They had a lot of arguments about that. <laughs> yeah, well, you can be both. Uh, God, that's why God's favorite song was, uh, I saw her standing there, but he changed the lyrics to, well, she was just 12. You know what I mean? Oh, are, should, is that bad? Should, um, should Paul have known better than to say the word? Do you think they had any discussions in the Beatles, like about the age and a star standing there? Do you think there? this is going to age poorly? As we get older, the lyric, she was just 17, might age a little badly. I think they actually do. I think Paul McCartney does change that lyric up in, in when he performs it in concert now. Or something. It's something like, oh, she was looking oh so green. You know what I mean? Or something like that. Right. Like she was going to puke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, it's that funny thing where I'm sure Paul, Paul wrote that song when he was like 19. So it wouldn't have been creepy when he wrote it. Um, but it's weird when you sort of age out of that. It's like the phenomenon you see, like, when I was 14, you know, I was, uh, uh had to crushes on the anime girls in the shows i i thought ray and asuka were cute what but as i got older <laughs> okay, okay what you you i i don't think it's that shameful to admit that they like they make anime in order to be like attractive to people i mean that's weird too i, thought, that I just thought you were gonna go like, in a different direction i thought like, when i was 13 or 14 i had crushes on other 13 or 14 year olds yeah, I, that too. I had crushes on real people, but it's like in media, certain like teenagers are depicted and you get crushes on them as well, whether they be real or fake, you know. Be they and, real uh, or be they fake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be they real or be they fake. <laughs> they, you what can are their get defense? crushes on what these if, cartoon girls. I'm pretty sure that, I'm pretty sure Ray and Atsuka are deep fakes, dude. Yeah, they they are deep fakes. Um, but yeah, as you get older... It becomes more and more weird to have crushes on these on these fourteen year old. Characters. Well, you're not supposed to keep consuming the media that's intended for children. Sure, you are. No, it's you're for not. Everybody. No, you're not. Sure, you are. You're, you're supposed, supposed to... to keep watching Bluey until you're dead. No, you're supposed to do other things. You're supposed to like, watch pick... Bluey. You're supposed and to only literally... watch Bluey. Pick up a fucking sport. Why don't you do softball? Um, <laughs> <laughs> come on. Just, yeah, do some football. Come you on, know, play, throw the old play some fucking play some fucking sports. Get out, get out, get outside there. Get your cleats in the grass, okay? And uh, join the softball team. Why don't you? Why don't you join the softball team? Yeah, they'll teach you how to drink beer. <laughs> they'll teach <laughs> you how to be a man, thing. okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is what every dad does to their son who's not. He's like, I want to go to music school. <laughs> it's like. Okay, you're joining the softball team, and you're going to learn how to drink beer. I know you're only 16, but you were not. No son of mine is going to music school. Holy. Well. But Jesus. <laughs> did did you have, like, did your dad try and get you into manly Oh, groups? no, my dad's 100% supportive. He's like, classical guitar? Of course you can take classical guitar <laughs> oh, that's lessons. that's nice. That's so sweet. <laughs> here's a guy, Here here's a divorced man who wears a... Open, uh, open, sh open neck shirt, who, <laughs> and his ex, his ex wife lets him do guitar lessons on the veranda, kind of like he can watch himself be cuckolded. Uh, so I had, I took lessons with that that very very friendly man, whose ex wife so graciously let him uh, do guitar lessons on the glassed in veranda, and I learned how to play all my fancy little Led Zeppelin songs. That's because classical guitar directly translates well, to Led Zeppelin. Well, a lot of it, actually, yes, a lot of it does. Yeah. Like, Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You. And a lot of it is, I mean, Jimmy Page was, a, was also into classical guitar. That's why he's, you know, got such fine flowing locks. Right, you know, and that wasn't just to entice the... the retinue of 14-year-olds, you know, the retinue of Ray's and Asset. Jimmy Page, 
He said, I'm still attracted to Ray and Asuka. I don't care what anyone's. <laughs> uh, right. Whatever, whatever it takes for you to, to, to rock out, you know? Whatever yeah. Whatever, you know, sometimes you gotta. <laughs> no. That was the, that was the, literally the attitude until like, I think that's still mostly the attitude towards musicians. They're all, people are like, listen, with authors, it's different, like with almost anyone, but whatever, you know, they got to do what they got to do to make rock and roll. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody needs rock and roll. Yeah. If you need to sacrifice a couple of kids for rock and roll, okay. you know, we were sacrificing our kids to the God of the sun back in the day. Now we have actual tangible rock music. Are you, are you saying it is worse to sacrifice kids to the God of the sun than it is to Jimmy Page? Well, it only ha I mean, as long as it's not ongoing, you know, I think it's okay for that era to have happened as long as we never return to having rock and roll stars. It's been yes. nice that we haven't had any for the past 20 years. Mm -hmm. Like, do you know of any rock and roll stars? Like, it sounds like... like Maddie, Maddie Healy? I, yeah, the, right, the only right. rock and roll stars are holdovers from the previous generation. I think the most popular rock bands are like Foo Fighters and Weezer. <laughs> mm -hmm. And yeah, like Rivers uh, Cuomo is the most popular rock and roller. Yeah, he's he's a real rocker. I'm I'm really rocking out by putting on Pinkerton right now. I'm gonna I'm Dude, really you know what sucks? jamming out hard. They're gonna they're gonna play us Weezer when we're in the old folks' home. Mm. We're like, come on, Grandpa, come sit down and listen to Weezer. I don't want to listen to Weezer. I didn't like him. Rivers Cuomo is a freak. That's gonna He's be a me. nerd. He's a weirdo. He's the emo Woody Allen. Why is he so racial? Why is he <laughs> constantly talking about the races he wants to date? I don't want to listen to him. Asian girls, it shouldn't matter to you, Rivers. It shouldn't matter, you know? Only a petulant rock star who has, like, access to thousands and thousands of young women fans would start making racial preference lists as songs. Yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> you remember? Yeah, I like the idea of like Rivers Cuomo just making a song where it's his top ten races of women to, to, to have sex. <laughs> it's seriously weird. God damn you, Ethiopian girls! You Azerbaijani women! God damn you! <laughs> um, yeah, it it would be funny if he made that list and there's conspicuously like no African countries on the list. <laughs> What's your deal, Rivers Cuomo? What are you doing? Something that's annoying is Rivers Cuomo is active in the JavaScript programming community. So what? He's like, really? Yeah. So it's he's like, I can't escape him. It's like, what? Why are you here? I, was, I thought I was running away from you. And that'd be fun to. I wonder if he has male stalkers. You know, maybe I could be a male stalker. I've talked about you, you, stalking celebrities quite a bit in this episode. Uh, yeah, well, because it's, you never hear about stalkers anymore. Hmm. Do you? I, I mean, the last, the stalkers you hear about now are like the people following around YouTube people or TikTok people. And I'm, I'm so like out of those worlds. That, those are uh, the big celebs now. Yeah. I was hearing that people hang out, you know, where they think Mr. Beast might be going because he's been known to just drop $5,000 to passerbys. You know? Mm-hmm. That's, it's gonna that's be very us. funny. It's going to be us to catch day. a millionaire. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna we're going to be we're going to be Andrew Carnegie dropping quarters from our Zeppelin. Once, dude, once you know? podcasts take off again, <laughs> it's it's due. We're due. <laughs> oh man, I saw this crazy graphic um, uh -huh. of new podcasts started. Did you know at twenty twenty over a million new podcasts were started, <laughs> including House of Decline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which we were you part can of get the more of at houseofdecline.com and patreon.com slash House of Decline. Thank you for listening. It's been a wonderful episode. Alex, any final thoughts? Uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Whoever wins the Super Bowl, I think the real winner is you because you listen to this podcast instead of watching it. Or maybe you're watching it and listening at the same time because, you know, that's how you do with ADHD now. So listen to more of our episodes. <laughs>